my chair. Hold on. All right. Sorry about that. Hey, Danny. We are live now. Um, everyone, we need to help this cat. Yes, please. Alice, Aww. can you help us talk this cat down? He's making dangerous decisions. He keeps flirting with death like she he's going to. She keeps yeah. flirting with death like she's going to jump. And we don't know what to do. And she just sits up there and cries and uh, threatens oh, to jump down. Is she meowing? She will sometimes. Elsie, get down. We're gathered here today for the book club, but there are more pressing matters. We have to save a cat. Oh, well. should I just go up there and get her? No, we have uh, to. Yeah, she, does. she looks perfect, actually. Yeah, she's she she does like to climb up there. I just don't like that because she she acts like she's gonna jump down here, and that's a bit far. She What's climbs, her name again? She gets up on this refrigerator and then climbs up over there that way. Yeah. But then well, she her acts name like she, her name is Elsie. Elsie, come down. Come down, Elsie. Please. Everybody call. Like, no. Say, come on, Elsie. Come on, Elsie. Come on, Elsie. She ain't interested in our shit. She doesn't give. She doesn't give a. Nah, no fucks given. Okay, well, hopefully she doesn't leap to her death. Because that would be uh, not. Well, I'm going to spin the camera around. That way, if she does, it doesn't happen on camera, at least. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. Yeah, all right. I'm going to make that happen. Oh, she's so cute up there. I'd just leave it. <laughs> Danny said, put it back. I want to see the cat. cat. No, no cat for you. Only this guy. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, Alice, uh, we have Chris Jackson from Moonlight Drown. Hi. And we also have Danny Burgess. Burgess? I'm sorry. I always fuck up your name. Uh, Burgess. No, it's Burgess. Burgess. Yeah. I said it right the first time. Is it? So there's an author. I think his name is Anthony Burgess. And I think that's why I get it confused. But um, anyway. Yeah. You know, the landlords, the villages, boroughs. Oh, like the bourgeoisie. Yeah, you told me about yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. That's that's it. <laughs> you're the bourgeoisie yeah it's the same word bunch of different languages yeah. that sounds fancy as fuck bro fancy AF. It, it's lame yeah dude if, if i were if i were there in person i'd suck you from behind <laughs> for sure <laughs> we'll do it i've seen him going down sure um alice welcome to book club um, Merry <laughs> Christmas, Happy Holidays! Yeah, what an intro! <laughs> um, happy Holidays! Yeah, Happy yeah, Merry yeah. Kwanzaa and Hanukkah. Hanukkah uh, still going on. Say what? Hanukkah? Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's eighty days long. I think is what I heard. Right? I think it's Hanukkah's eighty days. 
<laughs> no, it's only eight days. Oh, eight. Um, yeah. Eight crazy nights. Have you seen the Adam Sandler movie? Uh, no. It's terrible. No. Like most <laughs> Adam Sandler movies. Uh, what'd you think of uh, uh, Uncut Gems? It was good. That was crazy, I think Alex right? is a really big fan. Aren't you, Alex? You've mentioned um, it before. The one with Adam Sandler? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great the, movie. The, the jeweler. Yeah, that movie's like, it's a Martin Scorsese film, so it made more sense. Like, <laughs> it's like oh okay that that's why you know what you know it's I not was traumatized. i had no idea what it was about and so that movie fucked my head up like i enjoy which i enjoyed thoroughly it takes a lot to do that to me so. you know yeah, it's cool. not a martin scorsese film it is a christmas story uh, <laughs> night, are you sure about we, that um it might be i mean i haven't confirmed that for sure it just did tonally feel that way i suppose um <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, by happenstance, also happens to be the movie that connects to the book for a book club this month. Uh, In God We Trust, um, camera can't get focused. We can see it. Can't all, see it all the other, oh, yeah, all others pay cash. Yeah. Elsie yeah. uh, just got down uh, and yeah. she is dead. Yay! Oh no! Uh, you cheered for I that, you fucking asshole, bro. <laughs> I'm, well, she, I'm sure she has more lives. So. She looks alive. She's convulsing, but she probably will live. <laughs> she jumped out <laughs> heroically. <laughs> nah, I she thought the name of the book was so much more hardcore than a Christmas story. Like that, I, I like couldn't believe it was the same thing. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, that's that's the first thing that really like because I read the book first and then I watched the movie, um, and that was the I big like I, biggest thing that really threw me. Say what? With that, I said you weren't traumatized with that film over and over again as a child. No, we didn't celebrate Christmas growing up, so we didn't do a lot of uh, Christmas movies. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, they but, made us uh, watch it every year in the eighties. That was like a thing, you know. You watch that at Christmas time on the tv dude i loved it i it used to come on tbs or whatever fucking channel and would play on repeat uh literally mm-hmm. the day before christmas for 24 hours they would just play that movie over and over again because that's a good idea and as a kid i was like that is a good idea so i would sit there and watch it like three times on christmas eve just cracked out like waiting because i couldn't fucking sleep waiting for uh, christmas morning to come okay so this is um this this comes from uh chapter 26 um and think about a christmas story when i read this the sticky sweet body warm taste of pornography lingers in the soul long after the fires have been banked and the shades drawn where did it all begin What ancient caveman drew the first dirty picture on the wall of his dark granite hole and then cackling fiendishly scuttled off into the darkness? At what point in time did some lecherous pornographer, his acne itching, his palms sweaty, proclaim his smudgy craft as art, thereby giving rise and hope to sustenance to a whole generation, nay, an immense population, of beady-eyed, furtive, 
probers and the rank undergrowth of human debauchery. Uh, I'll read a, bit, a little bit more. At long last, we have finally solved that age-old problem, that ancient challenge which drove countless philosophers of the past to the verge of madness, of how to change the base metal lead into precious gold. Even as I write this, battalions of hardworking, serious, dedicated artists, their tongues lolling, uh, their tongues lolling, their breath coming in short, uneven pants, foreheads sticky with clammy perspiration, their agents impatiently clamoring at the door of their sacred writing chamber are, con are contriving at immense artistic cost. Yet another description, evocation, of a basically simple bodily function or yet another monstrously imagined portion of the human anatomy. Wow. That's fantastic, dude. Now I want like to get into it. It does. It, it, I mean, it, it was a shot for shot remake. About other rappers. Say what? I said it kind of reminded me of a rapper talking shit about other rappers. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. He's like, um, smut writers aren't real writers, basically. And he did it in the most flowery, poetic way he could. Yeah, like that, like, like dude's words were dope. Like, and he was like basically like saying that that's what, like, I am dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it started with uh, cavemen drawing porn. Uh, I'm super into yeah. I could honestly hear the narrative of a Christmas story. Like I could hear, cause like they do that through the whole movie where like the adult kids narrate in his childhood. Yeah. And I could hear the same voice. Even though oh, we got Neef like, in the house. Yo. Yo, what up Neef? Um, the March hair. Yep. Yeah, as, as, as Alice knows me. Present and accounted Zoo. for. On deck. I'll drink to that. Salud. Salud. Cheers, Neef. You non-drinking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got your cheers right here. Salud. Um, okay. So, you, Danny, you you brought up how um, it sounded. Tonal, like you could you could hear the writer's voice coming like mm -hmm. similarly to Christmas story and yeah, what's yeah. what's really interesting about a Christmas story and that book in God we trust um, is that both of them are written by the same author he actually did the movie too so yeah. that's one of the few movies where the author of the book actually writes the movie too and yeah. um, what ironically I, I didn't plan this but last month, the same was true as well. Uh, Hellbound Heart, uh, Clive Barker, he did the first Hellraiser movie as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, yeah. Anyway, that's like his whole career was kind of like that. Yeah. This I is. Uh, I didn't even know he was a right, like an author that was making movies. You know, Clive Barker was always like this horror guy. Yeah, horror. the horror author. Yeah. That's cool yeah. that his reputation precedes him as an author rather than a director. I think that's maybe harder to do because movies are more popular. Yeah. Did this, so, did this author do anything anything else that we would know? Um, I haven't looked at his bibliography if someone wants to pull it up. Um I, I don't not that I'm aware of. I think he's famous for a Christmas story, and that's basically it. Like he also did uh, Fifty Shades of Christmas, a less popular. <laughs> 
they, it was actually a hardcore smut, so it's really hypocritical <laughs> yeah. of him to have, right, yeah. to have judged pornography before. Um, it's all caveman porn, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird and dark. Sa- Santa does San Francisco. <laughs> hey, there you go. I can get into that. So, yeah, so the biggest thing that, like, really threw me was the tonal differences um, between the two because Christmas Story is very lighthearted and this book has a lot of humor in it but it's very dark humor and it doesn't really present itself as dark humor it's just the things he's saying are dark and it's like I'm not so it was written in the 60s okay so the movie came out in the 80s the book was written in the 60s 1966 but it takes thinking, but it takes place in the 30s in the depression. So he and also this is semi-autobiographical. The stories in this are about him, uh, the author. So um, I think he's it's according to this, he narrated the movie too. Oh, oh is really? his voice the author? Oh, yeah, it's, uh, no way. Uh, uh, Shepherd is known for a for the film A Christmas Story, 1983, which he narrated and co-scripted based on his own semi-autobiographical book. Super interesting. So uh, we think that then it's probably very true that he really wanted that fucking BB gun. And that like (laughs) played, that was like, because that's, you know, biggest concept of the movie. Yep. Yeah, that is really the biggest concept of the movie. Is that really the biggest, I'm sorry, I was just going to say, is that really the biggest concept of the book too? Or do do you feel like the book is a lot more than that? Uh, You're totally fine. I was actually just about to to say that. Um, It basically, and the other thing that really, I thought was really different is the book is set in him as an adult returning to the town he grew up in. And he is sitting at a bar with his friend and he is recounting they're having drinks and he's recounting tales of their childhood together. Um, in a Christmas story, it's one linear story about this kid. So you have um, you have the narration over top of it, him telling you what's happening. But it's one solid thing, which was different in the book because it's each a concentrated story. So like. Um, I'll show you, I'll show you, it'll, it'll be easier to show you like, um, in the table of contents, uh, like this is the table of contents. Each one is a different little, little tale. Okay. And, um, so each one is kind of like confined to its own little story universe, if that makes sense. They don't like cross over. So like him. Okay. So at the beginning of the movie, he wants the who's calling me mom okay yes, my best um who was calling me on my computer and popped up and it made, prevented me from doing anything like ah. I think, uh, what was i saying um words oh i was saying words that's right Word. Thank you. um the uh so in the beginning that that did actually was really helpful (laughs) Uh, so at the beginning of the movie christmas story uh he wants the the gun the pellet gun um like 
really early on and then it's like near the end of the movie where that's like actualized where that like actually happens and like santa turns him down but then he gets it is like near the end of the film i think it's the last thing that happens um but like that's kind of like all interwoven throughout the movie like keeps asking for it whereas in the book like they talk about it but it's like he's just telling like he's like i thought about this time i wanted it and i did this thing and i like got i talked to my teacher and like because teach teachers know santa they're like good people they're adults they know santa claus so if i put in a good word with my teacher <laughs> she'll put in a good word with me right yeah it checks out like it'll make its way up the chain it'll, yeah there's a chain of command here all right and it always eventually leads to santa claus yeah i guess so somewhere near the top yeah this is like god to kids yeah um and that got okay yeah so like the book is really fucking sad because it's written about the depression and everyone's really struggling really hard and so like these kids are finding fun and like they're beating each other up you know and licking like, telephone poles and licking telephone poles right. uh my, my mom did that in Alaska and she lost like seven layers of tissue on her <laughs> damn dude yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. that's horrible. <laughs> she was just stuck out there alone. Like I don't know if when she did it, but you know, she kind of panicked after she realized she was just stuck to the fucking bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So did she just eventually just rip herself away from it? So yeah. she had to do. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. It's not a decision you want to have to make. I, I'd have been like pulsating saliva at it you know like, I, yeah like, <laughs> best i can uh, channeling uh, it down your tongue what if it trying to breathe hot on it <sighs> right dude what if you somehow mastered channeling your saliva down the path of your tongue but then it was so cold that it, the saliva just froze and created more of a problem <laughs> right, and then your whole tongue is frozen. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. She ripped off like you know a big portion of her tongue. Like it fucked Fuck. We experienced. Uh, we all experienced some uh, Alaskan-like temperatures in the past few days. Yeah, like it was, I walked outside. It was negative three degrees. I was like, "This is bullshit." Yeah. It's yeah. not okay. We'll just say the integrity of a lot of the pipes here in town got tested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. right alex a lot of them failed uh did that happen did they fail for you alex um you okay well, yeah it's, it's like a story a well not <laughs> only for him <laughs> i was dealing with it yeah. in my at work too yeah, yeah. everywhere um, i went on the way home you could see like water runs coming out of buildings and you're like that's not that's not snow melting yeah you know, no point. man that's, no y'all have got Nobody's been there yet, and shit's just running out the door. <laughs> right. Yeah, because a lot of places are, like, closed until yeah. the new year. I'm yeah. fucking – I'm off work until the new year. That sounds – Yeah. If company lets you know something, you're going to have a huge bill. My industry it just fucking dies. So I always save, like, PTO to take at the end of the year so I don't have to deal with it. Holy shit. Oh, my God. What's up? Yeah. What man. is up? What's can up, you guys man? hear me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. All right, sweet. And dude, we can definitely you're... see you, dude. This is fantastic. Sweet. 
Did you? Yeah, I, you I bought this like a while back, and I was Bro. like, okay, I've got to show up with this uh, oh with the bunny suit, you know? Right? Yeah. Then uh, nothing fits uh, better, dude. The I, fucking bunny I, I, suit. I've met the guy from Gummo that was wearing the pink bunny suit in Gummo. He's a real piece of shit. <laughs> fucking Who Christ. Uh, I'd like to throw that out there. Yeah, I'm going to have to go get my bunny ears. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, there's a, yeah, guy, go get him. There's a pink bunny suit in, a, in Christmas Story, too. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to ask you if your aunt gave you that for Christmas. No, no, Aunt Clara didn't give me this, unfortunately. Not Alex. Alex, is there any reference uh, in the book to the bunny suit? Is it a make a theme yeah. as well? Does? I think okay. it's. I think way? it's just. I think it's just slippers, but the same thing happens. Um, just the here. slippers. It's not the full on. I'll find it. I'll find it. I can't. Oh, please remember. don't. Oh, I'll fucking find it, Chris. Don't worry about it. Uh, no, you guys wait. Just 15 minutes. I got this. I'm going to look through no, the book. You don't have to wait. Um, <laughs> Alex, uh, you, know, you know Brand Merritt. He's been on before from Sleep Nation. Uh, oh, it, Brand. That, um, yeah, Brand. Brand yeah. like the party? Brand like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Oh, it's it's showing uh, it's showing my wife's name up here for some reason. I have no idea. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, we just thought your name was Brianna, man. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah I thought, <laughs> no, that, I that's like, my cool. wife. Like, hey, whatever, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. You never know, man. Pink suit, she, her, cool. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing the bunny suit. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your name? My name is Bran. Bran, I think I've met you before. Do you do the uh, any of the uh, the shows like the when we were emo or the those kind oh. of shows and stuff? Uh, I did. Uh, or the Lincoln I Park show. With, uh, Not your nails. Uh, oh, then yeah. And yeah, I play with my do. band Sleep Nation. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. could I be thought like I recognized that. you. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing did, the did you- Butt Rock show? Yeah, I think that's no, why I, I, I don't, I don't have a connection with, uh, um, uh, Mike. Mike. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you want to do the butt rock show? Because uh, they need other guitarists. Uh, what day is it? The twenty first of January. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're if you're interested, let me know. I'll send you the sheet of what's left. Yeah, send me send me what's left, and I'll see what yeah. my schedule looks like. And then if you want to get into it, then um, I'll just loop you in with an email with the songs what, that you want to play. We, what are we talking about with butt rock? And There's <laughs> <laughs> There's a butt rock thing happening. All I heard was butt rock. It's a butt rock tribute show. It's happening yeah. the twenty first. Uh, and I'm doing three songs. Uh, I'm doing Diary of Jane. Uh, lips for lips of an angel <laughs> oh my god no <laughs> yes, you're not dude. yes i'm doing fucking lips oh of an my angel. god okay yes. it's really good to hear your voice oh yeah yeah and wow. actually so i'm growing out a goatee kind of until then and i'm gonna shave it and just have the mustache for the butt yes. rock show yes it's That's gonna sweet. be great yeah that's fucking normally hilarious. i'm more clean shaven but Any, anybody doing any lover boy crap um, is that a Nickelback? Song? I don't think Lover Boy counts as butt rock. <laughs> I think that's the original butt rock. Fuck yeah! Uh, 
Exactly. I, I don't know who they consider the original like, song. Who started it off? I, I don't think the eighties counts. You know, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. L- Lover Boy predates the eighties. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Fun Rocket has to be like you know early two thousands. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, that that does mean no good. Uh, three yeah, days. I, I, they stopped making music after you know the beginning did, of the lady. Chris, did you? Uh, were you at I the mean, Queen we still of the Stone it, Age? They stopped uh, making music. I I wasn't, but I so, heard it was fucking awesome. Fucking Corey yeah, it was. Well, well uh, do you know John Nicholson? Yeah. Okay, no, so shout he, out to John. Of us were back there talking to Jay Weinberg, the drummer for Slipknot, and uh, he was telling us about some festival that he was playing, and he was like. You know, it's like those bands, like 2000s kind of rock bands. And I just, I don't know. I'm just like, you mean uh, butt rock? And he's like, and then he just like totally ignored what I said. I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. He probably, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. That, you know. I wasn't saying that Slipknot was butt rock. I was just well, saying that the yeah, bands that they were trying to describe. Explain, but, explain to Alice what butt rock is. That's, uh, yeah, know. good idea. Uh, I also call it douchecore. If that's helpful, yeah. Douche court, yeah. <laughs> that's yes. <laughs> you know, early two thousands. Uh, 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 you know, three douche days court. grace. Nickelback. Nickelback's like the leading leader of oh, the pact. Really uh, misogynistic rock. Right. Like that's yeah. the best way to put it. Trap. Like, okay. I got one yeah. of those. But, but honestly, <laughs> Seether. All that stuff was so lame. Right. It wasn't really even misogynistic. Oh, it was. I like your pants around your yeah. feet. Nickelback was like straight up, you know, just I mean they, they were the champions yeah. of I guess I just never paid right. that much attention to it. I mean, I'm thinking yeah, I'm thinking like late 70s Van Halen and shit, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it's gonna be rad, dude. So if uh, yeah, let's uh let's connect on that, man, and uh make it happen if you're down. Okay, sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so thanks for stalling. Yeah, thanks for stalling for me. Yeah, I found so. in the book where it is just yeah. slippers that he gets from Aunt Clara. Um, oh, you but did I find think it. The bunny suit was an artistic decision that I approve. Uh, it was. It's very that that adds a lot. It, yes. Um, oh, so uh, that wasn't like, in the. That, that was just in the movie. Yep. Oh. So they yeah they took a creative liberty if you will. Well, he mm-hmm. wrote the movie. He wrote, he wrote both, so he took creative mm-hmm. liberties with his own work. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Apparently, he co-wrote yeah. the, the, the screen. Oh, those are sweet. Nice, yeah, nice, nice. Those are sweet. I wish I had my rabbit ears. I don't know where they went. It's it's been a while since I, I've read the book like three or four times, but it's been a while since I've read it. So some of that stuff. Uh, yeah, I think um, your pronouns. On your name. Say what? I said Neef, why don't you have your pronouns on your title? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Neef. Uh, it is there. <laughs> His pronouns are I mean, hair. Hair, hair is actually more of a suffix. Yeah. Um <laughs> I feel like I'm not cultured next to the she her over there. But but March hair is You're a, a piece of shit. So <laughs> um like christmas story is so lighthearted though but like in god we trust all this pay cash it's very like it's kind of it's a lot of the same stories but like um it's just so much darker because 
apparently what you read was like really kind of dark yeah like the so for example the dad you know like it's a joke in the movie like he's swearing up a storm but it's like a bunch of made-up words because it's more or less pg for the time um probably not pg i don't know what it was rated but um but in in the book yeah in the movie yeah i think it was pg i think yeah that sounds right for the time i mean it wouldn't it definitely wouldn't pass now but like yeah no it's um the movie yeah Yeah. no it's pg then he doesn't even say fuck in it he says fudge he says son of a bitch (laughs) but he points out even he goes but it wasn't fudge that i said it was the mother of all cuss words yeah yeah no i mean that's the thing is to to even get a PG thirteen, you got to drop an f bomb. Well, that was well the eighties and like yeah, the eighties yeah. in general didn't really do PG thirteen, and yeah. no, it was that was really mild. Even nowadays, I mean, actually, you know what? Nowadays, I'd be more worried that it would get they find some reason to fucking cancel the movie than people finding it like, you know, too violent or anything you know yeah the um but like so that's that's probably the like prime example of how it's like heavily censored from the book is the language um like but also like there are parts in it i'll try and find it here in a second but like there's parts in there where like him and his mom are fighting and it's like he's talking about how she's afraid like at how he's yelling at her and it's like oh, damn it's like some dark shit and like you know the kids start he says something that really got me is he says his little brother started crying and that's what he always does in these situations and the way he talks about it and maybe i'm just being like like too heavily introspective into it but the way he talks about it like i don't think he really himself like kind of grasps the impact of like what he went through because he has a very maybe that's that's sort of how he's dealing with it is humor right but like i don't i don't know apparently he's done a lot of he did a lot of other films and stuff like that he wrote a few other things but i mean he's pretty comedy um based in the book is a lot of it written from the introspective of the child or the adult um there's a mix he's it's a bunch of it, it goes back and forth because it's just a collection of stories he's telling to his buddy flick um so like okay. since some of the stories he's younger and some of the stories it's older i don't think they're necessarily told in chronological order so like the movie is like pretty like streamlined just goes in order um yeah because it's more of a linear story yeah um and it just kind of it takes all the little bits of the book and like threads them together basically um uh but but yeah that uh it it was just it was weird because i read the book first and then i watched the movie i was just like oh this is this is like way different i mean it's the same stories but it's it's interesting to me how you can take the same story and it sounds so different like like two different spins of it Mm. like there yeah like i wouldn't imagine that you could have that much variance in the same uh, exact story i guess uh 
I can't re- remember the part with um, the freezing of the t- where Flick freezes his tongue to the pole. I can't remember that where that was in the book or if they added that in. Um, did they do go into the whole double dog dare? Oh, they did. Question. They did. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the rules of that. <laughs> I, I rem- what I remember from the book the most is like the bumpuses were like an entire like there was an entire chapter on the bumpuses, whereas like the movie, you know, they just like barely mention them and the dogs kind of take more uh, presence over like the, the storyline in the movie. But the in the book, I mean, there's like whole chapters that are hilarious about the bumpus family. I do yeah. remember that pretty this like that was I was kind of sad that they, um, you know, from what I have y'all ever watched. Uh, so there was a movie that came out that was uh, narrated by Gene Shepard. Um, that was like the unquote prequel to A Christmas Story. I mean, I know there's a, a new Christmas Story movie out, but now there was one that was. Is that, uh, is that Summer Story? Yep, that's it. Yeah. Uh, that Gene Shepard he narrated it, and I think I think they get into more like the Bumpus stuff in that movie, from what I remember. But it's it's been a really long time. It's got the dad from uh, Beethoven in it. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm I'm aware it exists. I'll I'll have to check that out. It's I not a realize... bad. I mean, it's not a bad watch, but uh, you know, it's. Um, I, I felt like, from what I can remember, they kind of get more into the bumpuses a little bit. The, but the book is, uh, you know, I felt like the movie just decided not to even really touch on the bumpuses a whole lot, like as a as a family, you know, because like there's there's a good chapter's worth of stuff on the bumpuses, and they're hilarious. Yeah. Um, I, I was actually I'm trying to find that part too. Because that that is uh, what was is it Dill Bumpus is that? Mm, I don't remember. It's let me. I'll have to grab my book. Yeah, Dill um, Bumpus. Really <laughs> it's like, some great uh, names. Really like the name, right? Yeah. It was the depression. They couldn't afford good names. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's good. Shit. So I think another great thing about the book um, is he just goes on, and he does this in the movie too like where he just goes into just some tangent as he's narrating, like just some like wild poetry about the situation. And that's something, um, hell yeah, I got the same copy. Um, You got the same one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But like, he just goes on these, these rants sometimes. Like um, I really like this part here. Um, I don't even think the context is too important. I'm just, just gonna read this. Sometimes you feel as though you are alone in a rented rowboat, bailing like a bailing like mad in the darkness with a leaky bailing can. It is important to know that there are at least two billion other ciphers in the same boat, bailing with the same leaky can. They all think they are alone and are crossed with an evil star. They are right. Damn. So he's like, they all think they're alone. But they're all in it together. But at the end of it, he just flips in. He's like, and they are, they're right. They are alone. Damn, dude. Yeah. It's cold as ice. Like you said, it is dark as fuck. Yeah. Good writing. 
Now okay. me, me and my cat are gonna go kill ourselves. <laughs> Have y'all, uh, uh, Alex? I don't know if you like got into uh, got into this, but uh, Gene Shepard used to have a radio show, and I know some website had all of his uh, like radio shows posted up. And man, just like I, I could sit there and listen to Gene Shepard talk for hours on end. He he just has like a perfect radio voice, you know. Yeah, he does have a great voice. I didn't realize till we. Crazy. I can remember the sound of his voice because he did the narration in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can recognize the sound of his voice in my head like immediately. Like, yeah, he definitely he definitely has a great uh, reading voice. I when I I just did a little bit of research um, when I, I decided to read this this book because um, I I wasn't really super familiar with Gene Shepard and I saw that he had a radio show too. Um, and that, that's, I think after reading this, I do want to check that out. Um, he, he especially just for his voice, like he could read anything really. I wonder mm-hmm. if he did his own audiobook. He, uh, he guest starred on Sesame street a couple of times. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah. The cowboy X scene. I don't know what that is. I have to check it out. But... Oh, um this is the part this part's in the movie too but he uh when he gets confronted by grover dill that's who i was thinking of when i got the names confused grover dill god damn grover dill's the names he he was the bully of the block he had all the toadies grover dill and what was the other one scott farkas name scott Scott farkas Farkas. i mean sounds like one of those things that like is like really like fuck darkest or something you know what i mean like yeah mean something else. i mean i think he was destined to be a toady with a name like that it's like you mm-hmm. can't help it dude um, have y'all seen that have y'all seen that meme going around about uh so if you remember in the movie grover dill was like the shorter guy and he had like the leather jacket on with the uh with that like golfer's top hat and it was somebody said that, that he's flat like cap. uh yeah flat cap he was yeah. like i didn't know that the uh, uh lead singer of acdc was in yeah. a christmas like, story yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does like a little tiny brian johnson he does he does it's so funny and he's like the he's like the ringleader yeah and then farkas is the big the bigger you know yeah so here's <laughs> him confronting uh grover dill and uh Oh, what was his name again? Farkas. Scott. Scott, Scott Farkas. Scott Farkas. Farkas. Fuck smart kids. Yeah. So I, you you guys, um, I only fuck they, smart kids. In, oh, in the, <laughs> moving on, we uh, <laughs> like so in in the movie this happens too, but he gets he finally just has enough and he snaps and he captures this like the way he describes this breakdown this blackout he has of this rage just being consumed by it and i think they did a good job in the the movie too because he just like he just kept going in but uh it goes i have since heard of people under extreme duress speaking in strange tongues i became conscious that a steady torrent of obscenities and swearing was pouring out of me as i screamed I could hear my brother running home, hysterically yelling for my mother, but only dimly. 
All I knew is that I was tearing and ripping and smashing at Grover Dill, who fought back like a fiend. But I guess it was the first time he had ever met face to face with an unleashed Tasmanian devil. I continued (laughs) to swear fantastically as though I had no control over it. I was conscious of it. And yet it was as though it was coming from some something or someone outside of me. I swore uh, as I have never sworn since as we have rolled screaming on the ground and suddenly we just broke apart. Still the back of his head all battered, his eyes puffed and streaming, slashed by my claws and fangs was hysterical. There was hardly a scratch on me except for my scraped knees and cut lip. I learned then that bravery does not exist, just a kind of latent nuttiness. If I had thought about attacking Dill for 10 seconds before I had done it, I'd have been four blocks away in minute flat. But something had happened. A wire broke, a fuse blew, and I had gone out of my skull. Damn. In the beginning, uh, it sounded like I, I recognized that from the movie. Part of that's in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a lot of it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good. And then it just it goes like deeper and darker and deeper and deeper. But in the movie, he beats up Farkas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is that right? Uh, Yeah, he does. He beats up Farkas in the movie. Yeah. See, there you go. But I think he does hit him, or he pushes. He runs over to like try to stop him, and I think he hits him or pushes him, Mm -hmm. and he knocks him down. He goes, "I goes, I'm going to tell my pa." <laughs> goes running off and leaves Farkas there to get his ass whooped. That's right. <laughs> he's, that's he's right. Yeah, that's that's like the the conclusion is he's like, I'm gonna go tell my dad. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, it, man. Like, did they do the uh, firecracker part in the movie? Uh-oh. No, mm, man, that's one of the best parts. They uh. So like, there's this one guy who just blows. He has one of the, <laughs> one of those giant fireworks, and it tips over and just like destroys someone's porch. Like just <laughs> fucking annihilates it. Does the guy also blow? It sounded like you're like the guy blows, and also mm-hmm. the thing tipped over. He blew the porch away. <laughs> Does the guy <laughs> blow as well? I'll let you use your imagination, or you can just read the book right. and find out. Damn. <laughs> it's uh, it's a great read. I'm gonna have to read it again. I, I should have read it before this, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" It's the the uh, Zoom is tonight, and I was like, oh. "Yeah, no worries." Uh, I mean, it it is a great read. I definitely recommend it to everyone uh, watching this. Um, it, it's very like I didn't I wasn't really into it at first, um, but like he the way I really like kind of fell in love with the way he weaves dialogue and like a lot, like mm-hmm. uh, Chris pointed out a lot of that's in the movie too. Like you can hear, hear that coming through. Um, but like the way he, he's able to paint a um, more or less mundane situation is like so magical. It's like nothing really too crazy happens. It's just antics of, um you know kids growing up in the depression and but the way he tells it is like it's really something else yeah uh like gene shepherd was yeah like kind of like you're saying he was able to take an everyday kid's life and make it sound like you know 
something magical and and mystic and you know stuff that like dreams are made out of my uh my stepmom her dad said that he he grew up in like ohio uh which i can't i think is kind of where it's set i know the house is in cleveland he said like that that movie and uh he didn't read the book but he said like the movie reminds him exactly of how his childhood was so like Gene Shepard did a great job of capturing that time period and just how, you know, life was and how people lived. And, but like you were saying, he, he took it and, you know, romanticized it. You know, yeah. It was, it was the, de- it was the depression and it was in Ohio. Yeah. Man, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I think it was, yeah. uh, it, it was Indiana, wasn't it? I think it was Indiana. That's not yeah. better. Okay. But it's not yeah. that's not any better though. Right. <laughs> um, I yeah. mean, like, yeah, what are you to do? Except eat jawbreakers, get cavities, launch fireworks. Jawbreakers. Dude, I remember I had a huge when I was a kid and I rubbed my tongue fucking raw as shit trying mm. to get to the center of that thing. But jawbreakers. I haven't, but job not jawbreakers specifically, but that's a big part of like the, the big ones, like you know what I'm talking about those big motherfuckers that are like that big. Wow, I was about to ask you, can you really Ever fit that was. in your mouth? But no, not really. That, no. was, <laughs> that was a stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> you know my skill set well. <laughs> no, they're so goddamn big. The only way that you can wear them down is just by uh, rubbing them on your tongue. And yeah, I'll give you that visual again. I did. Rub your fucking tongue raw, but I did. I got one all the way down Nate, the whole son of a bitch, because I was bound and determined to finish that sucker. (laughs) Jawbreakers are a big part of the book, too. There's a whole thing about uh, there's only red and black jawbreakers, and he only likes black jawbreakers, but the shop keep, like, quit selling him just black jawbreakers. He's like you so have that to it buy. Doesn't run out. <laughs> yeah, you have to buy red ones too. Um, and he's like, "Fuck, like I don't even want these." So now it costs me twice as much. He's like, "That was my first interaction mm-hmm. with the with uh, capitalism." I think he said, uh, "Like or like the the monetary system, something like that." Okay. Um, um, but. Yeah, <laughs> that it reminded me of um, like Ed, Ed, and Eddie. That's what I think of when I hear Jawbreakers. Just like oh, that's funny. This yeah. completely disgorged face, just like all the way over. It's like the size mm-hmm. of your head. <laughs> so, Alex, what do you think he meant by the title of the book? That's a good question. First, I thought you were talking about a Christmas story. I was like, I don't think he just meant. <laughs> Well, you see, Dave. <laughs> Thinking oh, that yeah. it really just meant it was a story about Christmas. That's that's a really good question. What inspired the name "In God We Trust"? All others pay cash. I think it is the perfect name for like a classic Americana book. It's like for what he's doing, it might be like the perfect title, just because it's um it's just a story of of being an american i guess really um of growing up um of what that was like and it's very um 
like he invites you in and it's very touching like like tells you none of these stories really make him like are favorable to him you know like he does a lot of not good things and you know like a child it's realistic and um i i don't know i don't i guess that's really all the insight i have on that um what do you think brand mm. hey your name's gotta, brand now yeah i changed it so i wouldn't get heckled <laughs> anymore <laughs> i felt like ralph getting heckled on stuff man. You know, it's like, fitting since you're dressed yeah, in a funny costume i know we didn't even give like, you shit for what, that. What uh, what does he say? It's like if uh, if this gets out, uh, uh, my little brother was gonna make my uh, life uh, uh, at Warren G. Harding a literal hell or something like that. You know? uh, yeah. Sorry to take us off on a tangent. Was good. peer pressure always an issue for you? For me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. No, I mean, I would say yeah. On a person, sure <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get fucking deep yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, like, peer, peer pressure has yet to be an issue for me because I'm searching for peers. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Neef. That's uh, cold as ice, bro. What, Neef? What do you think the title means? Um. <clears throat> Will from not have actually reading read read the book <laughs> yeah you who has very, no insight into this. well you're very familiar with the film and from what you've been telling me because it is like a a collection of stories based around his life life the yeah, 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 Irish. Based around his life. can you hear me <laughs> yeah no. because yeah, it's, roasting uh, you. <laughs> it's kind of like um The, the the dark humor he had behind everything that I picked up on is it's funny, but it's it, it's um it's not it's not a it's not a good clean funny, you know it's somebody's injury, you know you're gonna shoot your eye out kind of shit, you know, and he's figuring yeah. out ways to lie to his folks, and you know figuring out how his folks are lying to him and how the world's like, you know, I mean, you see a lot of that. And so what it boils down to is I think these stories, he's saying that, uh, you know, all he ever picked up was the only thing he could trust was, you know, or the only thing he realized that people actually trust was whatever faith they had in God. We trust is not written on money though. So it's kind of uh, a double oh, shot. I see what you did there. Saying, and we, yeah. God, we trust, but that's on our fucking money. So we right. still need money. You know, I think a William Burroughs talking about if you ever do business with a religious son of a bitch, get it in writing. Because <laughs> nobody, I can't remember, I don't want to quote, misquote him, but he says something about, you know, they got no problems screwing you with the good Lord telling them how to do it, you know? Hmm. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like a double play on what he's saying on this is our society. It's funny, but it's kind of a dark funny. We, we get off on it's Schadenfreude. You know, we get off on everybody else's misery. Mm -hmm. We actually find humor in our own. You know? Yeah. It's um, that reminds me of the beginning of the movie where 
after Dewey gets wrapped up by his mom for, for winter to send him off to school. He's like all bundled up. He can't put his arms down. I can't put my arms down. <laughs> and um, then what happens is they go outside and he falls down in the snow or someone pushes him. Mm. And he's, he's like, I can't get up. Somebody help me. And all these people, including adults, just keep walking by him like a few people. And like, it's like, that's the joke, but like, that's fucked up. It's a kid. Why are all mm. these people just walking by this kid? I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's silly and it's funny and it's not really hurting him, but psychologically that kid's just freaking the fuck out. He's like a turtle on his back. Mm. But that's, you know, and I mean, that's real funny. life, man, right? The bystander effect. Yeah, I ah, fuck that kid. Somebody else help him. You know, yeah. Oh, if I'm paying attention, it's for my amusement. You know. Yeah, it's not a kid. Figure it out. Yeah, Need for the good. daily double. What's the good Freuder? Yeah, dude. You mentioned the the bad Freuder, the Sajan Freuder. What's the good one though? Um. Because it's a it's a play on the word, like the good version and the bad version. They're both Freudas. Right. Oh uh, you don't, don't remember. That's really what you mentioned about the I, that I didn't see what he did there with the title until you pointed it yeah, out. That's, yeah. That's 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 really cool. It is a it's a little tongue in cheek thing about yeah. money. Yeah, and I, I guess that he did that smart. Yeah, uh, yeah in God we trust, all others pay cash, but it's the cash we trust. Yeah, it's a loop. It's really dope. That is, yeah. Apparently, it was a common phrase in the 20th century, according to Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Meaning that neither credit nor checks will be accepted as payment. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know what, you know. This cash only. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like that's, that's yeah, that says it all right there. That's mm. really cool. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Would well, that have go. anything to do with not wanting to adapt to change or something like that? Well, ironically, because now we are going virtually cashless. Yeah. It's getting to mm. be the opposite way. And 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 people less and less people trust in God. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Praise yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, no one no one keeps cash anymore and everyone's heathens. <laughs> I'm down for this. They will be known by the mark they bear. Tundra. Yeah, I don't really use cash. The only reason I ever use cash is because of places that make me use cash. I'm gonna Apparently, start like spring water. For precious metal. Yeah, spring water. Oh gosh, yeah, don't fuck. get me started on man. I can't handle that stuff. Take a goddamn credit card. Uh, <laughs> right? Fuck. Yeah. It's 23, and this is a problem in so many places. Mm-hmm. Um, Santa's hey, included. Hey, Brian, I've told this joke to everyone else already. Uh, oh. what why did the old man fall down the well? Why? Because he couldn't see that well. God damn it. <laughs> Since you said that joke, mm. I'm saying mine. Uh, uh-oh. 
I don't know. Uh, what since he's, be. since Bran's wearing a bunny costume, I have a fun fact about bunnies. Oh no! Um, yeah, do you know that bunnies uh, die after sex? Uh, the one that I fucked did. That's bad. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, there is a difference between a bunny and a hare. That's right. Right, a mm. hare will live if you fuck it. I mean, is that a joke or a pickup Depending on how since, hard. <laughs> since he's wearing a bunny costume. I don't know. I, don't know. I, had, I, had, I hadn't told Chris about my IQ yet. That's true. Neef is like, you know what, Chris? You can fuck me to death anytime. That's <laughs> what I heard. Well, you know, I got I to gotta, I gotta show you my IQ more first. <laughs> All right. Mm. So, oh, terrible jokes aside. Brand jokes. I think I interrupted uh, when you when we were hearing what your perspective of the title of the book was. So uh, he all, just told no. us. He Googled it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I Googled it. Well, there you it. go. That's all I got. Fantastic. I mean, that, but that's the truth, though. <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. It was a phrase. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I mean, uh, we're like, we're, we're wrapping up here, so... I want to give you guys a second shout out. Any shows you got coming up? Uh, Brand, do you have any shows? Uh, January 7th at the Cobra, we're opening up for Anastasia Elliott. Um, nice. So, yeah. Nice, nice. And we nice. got a, uh, we have a single drop in January 13th. Hell yeah. Yeah. And um, a video in production. It's that's, done. That's what. Oh, oh that. Oh, so okay. I have a apology to uh, to give to you. So that video is done, but it's been uh, on pause because we're going to be performing uh, a video that we just filmed last Sunday. Uh, for um, we're performing it for uh, Channel Four today in Nashville. Oh so, shit! Uh, yeah. So um, we were like, well, we probably need to release that one first. So hell yeah. I'm sorry, man. But no, don't yeah. don't apologize. I, thanks I, thanks for being in that video. The, like the, the video that we shot that that had you in it was sweet. So uh, but it will be released in 2023, just not as soon as I thought it was gonna be. So no problem, man. I was I was very happy to be there. Um uh, I was Alice, I was in a Sleep Nation music video coming out next year. Uh yeah, you'll you'll see. Uh, probably the back of my head. <laughs> no, there, you got uh, no. There's there's one scene uh, during the solo that you uh, get front and center on. So nice, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Well, uh, January seventh at the Cobra. Check out mm-hmm. Sleep Nation and thirteenth. Uh, they got the single dropping. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely check that out as well. Uh, Chris, you got anything coming up? Uh, doing the Butt Rock show the twenty first. Uh, Butt Rock tribute. The name of the show is called Jams of the Giant Peach. That's right. Uh, which is a great title uh, with a lot of great artists. It's going to be a fantastic night. I'm actually planning a show with Anastasia in February, mm. uh, as well as looking at getting uh, Omen Bringer involved. Uh, so it's going to be a really cool show. Uh, I haven't finalized a date or venue yet, but... Uh, be on the lookout for it. It's going to be freaking awesome. Cool. Fuck yeah. Uh, Alice, check out Moonlight Drowns. Check out Sleep Nation. Um, all, all the people here are extremely talented and support what they do. Uh, Danny does ge- uh, geog- 
I was almost, almost said geography. Damn, Damn bro. But I meant yeah. geometry. Oh, cool. <laughs> and he, you, um, I can I can link, but you've got a Facebook page and YouTube channel as well, right? Uh, you're, you've still got the channel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of in slow um, motion. He does uh, biblical lectures. Um, he, <laughs> Danny, is very deep in Hebrew literature. Um, so you can learn a lot from those, and he knows a lot about geometry as well. Um, Jews and geometry. Yeah, there's a connection, you know. It's I like crazy. it. Mm-hmm. it. It's got an alliteration and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's sorcery. I hate to say it, but yeah, I gotta yeah. Get... the Bible is a, a handbook for magicians, and there's no other yeah, way around like, that. Nah, like I studied the Bible since I was seven, and like that's what it that's what it turns into. It's a sorcerer's apprentice book, pretty much. Yeah. Yep, I dig it. Yeah, um, like, I'm dead serious. It sounds ridiculous to where I'm just like, uh, whatever. But this this stream is alive, but once it is post mortem, I will retrospectively put links to all of your gentlemen's efforts. Um, thank you all for being here. This has been a great time. Uh, Brand, thank you for just showing up too. <laughs> sorry, man. I sorry. I wanted to like oh. hop on at 8 15 but i'm sorry no I, I i feel like it was even more perfect with you hopping on with the bunny that's, costume dude when you that's did what it. i meant mm-hmm. thank you for hopping okay. on it. Oh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah um but Wait. yeah um yes thank you all uh alice we'll we'll see you next week later later <laughs>